Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Mystic School, where we're talking about different aspects of psychic and spiritual awakening and sort of trying to put together the pieces of what might be happening in your life, what might be going on for you as you um, open and continue to open uh, as your soul self, as opposed to just your human self. Um, today is Free Readings Tuesday, as, uh, as we do almost every Tuesday, and you are invited to call in for your free reading at 888 Eight eight two nine eight five five six nine. What we're talking about today, our subject is: Does AI, artificial intelligence, have consciousness? Learn why AI is a part of our reality and how to think about this spiritually. Now, I sort of um, wanted to address this topic almost like as a beginning exploration, because honestly, I don't know very much about AI. I do know that there is there are some new AI chat systems that are coming up that people are in the trend world and the technology world are pretty excited about. And um, it got me to thinking, and, and years ago, a few years ago, I would, spoke with some people who were very concerned that AI, artificial intelligence, did not have consciousness and thus it could be used for really destructive purposes or for dark purposes. And as I've been working on this um, in meditation and in discussion with my own guides, it just keeps coming back to what I sometimes call the oneness principle, which is that everything is one everything, not just biological beings, not just people who can talk and think, but everything, big and small, the oneness principle. And if the oneness principle is true, if everything in the universe makes up collective soul, if everything in the universe makes up collective soul, including things that are not biologically living, as we would as we would determine, but even the things that are um, non-living, such as a rock or a piece of um, glass or something along those lines, if everything is conscious, which is what the oneness principle says, now, you know, everything being conscious doesn't mean we're able to communicate with it yet. We may not know how to do that, but this idea that everything is included in oneness, nothing is separated out, then it would follow that this would include technology, this would include artificial intelligence, which is the next stage in our uh, human evolution as we become beings that are different than we were before. And especially since we know that like we kind of moved from um, the in industrial age to what a, what people maybe call the uh, information age or the 
the explosion of internet and now we're moving into maybe the intelligence age i don't have an exact name for this yet as i've just started to think about it but but as we've moved from industrial to information or to internet based the way that technology has been coming out in waves and how this has been affecting us so quickly um it's like we can worry about artificial intelligence all we want and yet this is where we're um this is where we're com- this is where we're going there's no there's no going back at this point today we are we are pairing some somebody gave me the phrase transhumanism i'm not exactly sure what that means but that idea of we are merging with technology systems that allow us as biological beings to do different things So that's the reality. That's where we're on the cutting edge of this. We're on the cusp of this. So um, understanding what this means is um, something really interesting and something we probably don't have the answers to, but applying that oneness principle uh, to the entire idea, everything is whole, everything is one, everything is not just interconnected, but is of the same god particle or the particulate or the energy particulate um we just need to follow along with that and see if that holds true which i am feeling that it's going to you know a lot of us have guides who um, as we talk about artificial intelligence and we talk about technological advancements and we also talk about visitors from other worlds visitors who've been here before, who probably gave us some of this technology, visitors who are here now with us, and visitors who are here to come. And they all have to have much better technology than we do. And I'm sure that they have already mastered the art of AI. And so, you know, we're not the only ones in the the galaxy. Uh, We're just not. And um, sort of like other beings, other biological beings have figured out how to adapt to this. And so we'll just kind of enjoy the ride and be very interested that we as souls and human body in this lifetime get to see what this is going to be about. I find it super fascinating. And one of the practices that I'm going to attempt to do um, is to attempt to meditate with what I would perceive as the consciousness of the AI, um, if I were involved in that, and just see what comes up and just begin to experiment instead of responding in fear, you know, the old superstition, everything new is, everything new is evil. It's like, no, everything new is just new. We just look at it, we can make some decisions from there. Um, in terms of what we have going on, so we have a pretty cool free offering at uh, New Renaissance Books in Portland in February. Um, it's an online event, so go to the website, sarahwiseman.com, and you can sign up for that. I believe it's called Intuitive Soul Entering the Aquarian Age. And then in March, we have another Aquarian event at East West Bookshop in Seattle. Again, it's virtual. So go to the website and you can get signed up for those. They uh, both have the word Aquarian in them, but they are different events. They are sort of like a part one 
and a part two. And I'm really excited to see how people come together in uh, spiritual community and, and sort of uh, participate in how we get to meet each other. I am very excited that as we connect, like this is one way we're connecting, anybody listening, you're like, we're all connecting together. And then as we do these group events and then as other people offer group events like this idea of psychic and spiritual community, providing support to those highly intuitive uh, people out there and to those spiritual seekers out there, providing support and a safe place to begin to explore um, all of the stuff that you're receiving, all the ways the universe is communicating to you, all of the dreams you have, all of some of you receive the departed very regularly, some of you receive guides very regularly, some of you channel, some of you do hand healing. So this place where we can discuss and share, kind of compare notes on how all of this esoteric stuff works. We are at some level pioneers in this field. I mean, there was a groundwork laid decades ago, but right now with the advent of the, the internet and our way of communicating, we can be in contact with each other more. So, um, you know, be a part of this community, not just here, but everywhere, all the places happening and learn as much as you can and begin to open your own experiences to how the universe is communicating with you. Alrighty, we are going to go to the phones. We've got, uh, let's see, for Free Readings Tuesday, you can call in to 888-298-5569-888-298-5569. And it looks like we have Cynthia calling from Everett. Cynthia, welcome. Hello, thanks for taking Hi there. What can I help? I think I'm, do I have, we spoken do am i familiar with you from the past is yeah we have but i'm going to look at some of your courses after what you're just saying yeah okay well oh uh, yeah what can i what can i help you out with today um i'm just trying to make a bit of heads or tails i feel like i'm getting closer to a, a different level in my life and then even um, spiritually and it seems like i met this connection and it, it just seems like all of a sudden when i start to get closer, the depression gets heavier, and um, the grief for my husband, and all of a sudden I'm back in a certain uh, heavier level, deeper, like a wave again that is stopping me from going forward. It's very emotional and very um, not, you know, Stop. It seems like stop me again. And I don't know why it's feeling that way when it shouldn't be so overwhelming to move forward now. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad you brought this up because this is what I think, what I've been hearing and what I've also been feeling is similar, like, especially since we've we've just or we're just sort of making our way out of a very difficult collective time and we're at a new year and we would expect like okay here we go and i'm feeling 
this too, like this overwhelming sense of grief or um, depression. And I think that this is, I think it's part of its astrological, which I don't think I'm qualified to speak on, but I think that's part of what we're going through. Um, but I think it's almost like we're just coming out of our cocoon and it's really hard. We feel like even though we've been through so much transformation, it's like we're going out in the world without any skin on. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah. So that's, that's like we think we can just jump out there without any skin and be jumping around enjoying, but I think maybe we need to be more uh, careful or nurturing or taking more time to reemerge. It's almost like we're not quite ready to fully birth into this new stage. That's what it feels like. What's your, what's your, um, what would you say like for this year, what you're hoping you'll get to like what, um, and this could be emotionally or spiritually or what, where do where are you trying to go this year? What's your goal? I guess a deeper connection in spirit and, and to utilize more of my um, helping spiritual gifts in the world um, on a regular basis because they do bring me a lot of joy um, that I don't have. I've not like set that up yet kind of and it's just kind of and then the other day I was thinking, you know, I need to just do something creative, like even if I just painted my house. But mm-hmm. I need to interact more. I'm, I'm getting more um, more inward than probably I should. I guess. Yeah. I, no, it's, it's some days I could just wonder and if I was a nun in the past life or a Carmelite. I was just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, I I think um I think maybe looking at your goals like one of my goals is to emotionally I tend to um personally be a person that goes up and down a lot like oh I'm so happy and then uh oh and so I'm trying to have the feelings of being connected whether I'm like at a really like connected high level of joy. Mm-hmm. Or when I'm at this lower level of sadness or grief or depression or whatever it is, and I'm trying this year, I'm trying to remind myself, um, I don't have to go to the, the extremes in either place. I can just decide to be at this kind of resting place in the middle. Like if I start to drop too far, I can remember it's a choice to go there. I don't need to stay there. I don't know, just just thinking about like how you want to feel, figure out a way to feel that can, so that you can recognize what that is and then um, commit to yourself to like calibrating to that more than calibrating to pain or calibrating to grief. Just Just kind of hold that idea and twist it around a little bit in your mind and see what comes up for you. This idea of calibrating to a different level as a choice 
because over time you will begin to just do that naturally and it'll kind of start to lift you up. The other thing, Cynthia, I do think it's really important to get some regular groups, even if they're online groups that you sort of hang out with or go to, even if it's just like twice a month, you go to a group, there's mm -hmm. so many things out there. And even if they're not an exact fit, just brushing shoulders with other people who are on the path with you will be really useful. Okay. Just, but it's like, you have to, have to let yourself go to those. You have to let yourself be a part of it and it will help lift you up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody can. I can't. Mm -hmm. You can't. Nobody can. Nobody can do it by themselves. That's why we're here together to help each right. other. Right. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, one thing you could do, you could just go sign up for this free event in February. That's one group. Check. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of support. You know, just, like, just kind of look around for stuff and, it doesn't yeah. have to be a perfect fit. You just need some support. We all need support. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cynthia, thank you for calling in. And I'm sending you support now, right now, too. So thank you. Yeah, everybody, we are coming out of long trauma. And it's normal to feel uncertain. And it's normal to feel like you want to get out there and then you get out there and you're just feeling like, I don't know, it's too much. This idea of the highly intuitive person, the highly sensitive seeker, um, we feel it all. And so we got to be really gentle as we make our way in places where there's going to be a lot of input and a lot of um, energy. Alrighty, let's go to Dennis calling from Long Beach. Dennis, welcome to the program. Thanks. Uh, hello, Sarah. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you. What can I help you out with today? Well, I just, uh, just I, I'm signed up for your, your courses, um, but I'm also, uh, I'm interested in, curious about the reading. Um, don't have any specific issues. Everything seems to be going fine in my life right now, but I'm just always curious and working towards a, um, more connection uh, from a spiritual level, basically. Yeah, I'm curious. I do agree. It does. It does seem like things are going fine, and you're kind of like at a very even keel place. But it does seem like some pretty interesting guide contact is going to be coming up for you. I mean, it could be really soon, but it might be just in the next m couple months. Who it, do you have a guides practice right now? Like you're actively connecting with. I don't. Uh, um, I, okay. I have a lot of visualization and I see a lot of people who have, who are in my life and also who have passed away. So I get very mm -hmm. vivid dreams all the time and um, a tremendous amount of adventure <laughs> at night. Mm -hmm. um, but I have not. <laughs> right. but, you wake up. You wake up tired from your dream from your dream world exhaustion because you're so busy well, there. 
but I wake up every morning also with a smile on my face, and it's usually a, a happy, a happy dream. Some of them are frustrating; they're kind of like a, a loop that I keep going around. And I can't solve something, but usually, it's fun, it's laughter, and I wake up in in a good spot usually. Nice. So I feel like there are some guide groups or some guides who are very interested in connecting with you uh, in a, a much more direct way. And I would suggest you, you could try it in dreams. Just say, please come into my dream and, and show me who I'm supposed to be connecting with. But I almost feel like something that, like, so you have the departed piece that's happening for you. But I feel like a, these guides and they're new guides to you. It's almost like you're getting a whole new set of teachers and they're about to pop in. And so I, I think I would probably do this by going into meditation and asking them to come in and doing this every day until you figure out who they are. But it feels like it's almost like you're getting uh, a different part of education, a spiritual education or a different piece of connection that you haven't had before, which may be pretty, um, I don't know, it might be kind of different from you. Like you're on this kind of even keel, but once this happens, it's almost like things will get sort of agitated in a good way, but still it will be pretty different for you. So just kind of think about that. That's that's what I think okay. is happening. They're not they're not departed. Um, I don't think they're related to uh, past lives or any of that. I think they're related to um, a more specific some some specific tasks you're supposed to do. And again, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily in your comfort zone. This is like stepping out a bit more. Because, Dennis, you have a lot of gifts and you have a lot of um, integration of, of spirit and emotion, but you can actually push yourself more. Like, you're being called to contribute differently, and this may cause a little less, may not be as comfortable as you. It's not just an easy path. It's like calling you to step forward a bit. So... I'm just going to let you take take that and kind of see what happens. But I would expect they'll kind of come in your dreams. Like, you know, sometimes you'll have this visionary or prophetic dream that shows you what will be happening. And I think that's going to happen on a spiritual level. You'll make first contact with them. And then I think that as you begin to meditate on that, uh, you'll it'll it'll all start happening for you. So it's exciting. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that Dennis, thank you so yeah, thank you for calling. I appreciate your I appreciate your time today. It's interesting. Thank you, Sarah, for all the work you do. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, so we do have time maybe for one more caller if anyone wanted to call in. Sometimes people wait till the last minute, get shy, but eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. We just have a couple minutes left. Um I think some really important points have been brought up today by the people calling in. One, this idea of we feel like we're going out without our skin and this is a normal feeling. We have to be nurturing to ourselves. And two, 
many of us, many of you are going to be having particularly intensive, interesting, new spiritual experiences very, 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 very soon. And if not already happening and be ready for this, like we're not in the old comfortable zone doing things the same way. New stuff's coming. Let's go with um, Amy from Massachusetts. Amy, welcome. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for talking to me. I appreciate sure. it. Sure. What's on your mind today? Uh, what's not on my mind today? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny you said something earlier about feeling like you're walking outside with no clothes on, and that really resonated with me. Um, you know, over the past probably three years, my life has just been changing dramatically, and I feel like I've really um, discovered my spiritual side to try to help me with that. And I feel like I'm resilient and resourceful is what I would describe myself as. But the drain is just, yeah. I feel like everybody needs something from me. And what, I'm just wondering what your reading says for me. You know? Yeah, I was just, when you said um, resilient, it's just like, yeah, but you gotta, you gotta, you know, like you're pouring that idea of you're pouring your cup out for everybody else. And where's your cup getting filled? And this is not something like it doesn't make us better to be the helpers of the world if we're not taking care of ourselves. It actually is like kind of a false path. It's like this path of almost like the martyr. And that's not what we're here for. So I think if you feel drained, that is a place to look at what do you need? And I know that like words like self-care and so forth are pretty popular right now, but it's a much deeper level than that. It, it feels like you need a complete releasing of many responsibilities and a complete diving into some things that are pleasing just for you. And, and in order to do this, it would take, it's like a spiritual step to even allow yourself to do, yeah. to do this. I wish I was helping the world. Most of it's so close to home that I, I don't even feel like I have the option to step away from it. And um, some of it is really self-serving, not on my part, but I feel like people are just wanting things from me that are really difficult for me. Um, but, it, but since it's family, it's really hard, you know? So yeah. I just... Um, do you, do you accept that each person, even in your family, and I'm looking at the time, we'll have to end soon, but like it, any adult in your family is their own soul. And so even if it seems like you're required to help them so, so specifically, it's also they are their own soul on their own soul path. And you're not really in charge of that, or I'm not really in charge of that. So you know, just kind of keep working with that idea. Like you're not supposed to be in charge of all the souls that are adults, mm -hmm. just only your own soul. They can take care of themselves, even if it seems like they can't. I'm just going to let you go with that, Amy, because we have, we're out of time, but just keep working on that idea. And hopefully that will spark some, some different ideas for you. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to The Mystic Show. Go to the website. There's a free mini course there, uh, Magic of Blind Readings. That's sarahweisman.com. There's also that 
those two workshops um, for February and March. Um, you can get signed up for those there. Again, have a wonderful day, and we will be back next week with more of The Mystic Show. Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com.